She's passionate about the truth of God's word and will tell you like it is. Autumn Miles is a best-selling author of three books, popular speaker, CEO, wife of 16 years, mom to four children, not to mention everybody's best friend. With fresh biblical insight, she dares you to step out in raw faith. Hey, hey guys, welcome back to the Autumn Miles Show. I'm so glad that you have decided to join us on this journey. We're hearing from so many that are loving what they're hearing every Tuesday because that's when we release it. I want to say to each and every one of you, I know Thanksgiving is in just a couple of days. I want to say happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving to your family. I love Thanksgiving. It is One of my favorite, favorite, favorite holidays of all time. I love the food. I love cooking all day. I love my kids. I love it all. So happy Thanksgiving to you. But we are faced, and these are my opening thoughts this week, we're faced with kind of a situation in our world where everything seems to be out of control. Do you feel a little out of control today? And I was thinking about this this weekend, uh, my daughter who is five, and I've talked about her a lot, you know, and I really do think she's kind of a great person to talk about because she gives me really good content. There's always something to say about Haven, you know, she's, she's, there's just a lot of stories that come from her life. But my five-year-old son earlier in the year in spring break learned how to ride a bike with no training wheels. And it was awesome. And I taught him and I take a hundred percent credit for it just because, you know, it's one of those mom things where it's like a moment, you know, in their, in their little lives. And my five-year-old son, Moses is like very, pretty easygoing and he, he trusts me and, you know, he, he doesn't have to be in control a hundred percent of the time. He just kind of trusts me. So uh, he was fun to teach how to ride a bike without training wheels. Well, this past Saturday, I'm sitting outside with my daughter and um, she wants to learn how to ride her bike without training wheels. Now she is not easygoing. She's my fiery one in the family. The other three kids, they're pretty, you know, go with the flow. She's not. She's a lot like me. And so I put her on the bike and I'm like, okay, Haven, we're going to do this. And I'm, you know how you hold the back of the seat? You know, when you're teaching a kid how to ride training wheels, you hold the back of the seat. Well, she wanted to ride the bike without me holding the back of the seat but she didn't know how to ride the bike without the training wheels, okay? So she wanted to control how she learned without any help whatsoever, but she didn't realize that she needed me to hold the back of the seat to hold her up so she could catch her balance, so she could pedal, so she could ride without training wheels. It was a whole thing. Bottom line is this. Homegirl wanted to control everything that I was doing so she could actually be in control. But she needed me to help her. But as I was teaching her how to do it, I realized how much I'm like Haven. You know, some things are completely out of our control, but we somehow think we're in control. 
we somehow think that we are in control of elections and coronavirus and all of these world things that we have going on. And the truth of it is, is that we're not. God is ultimately in control. And I thought as she sort of struggled with releasing control to me, I watched her little mind really struggle with releasing what she thought she was in control of. To me, I I saw her struggle with allowing me to come in and support her, allowing me to come in and help her on this little journey of riding her bike with no training wheels. And I thought about me and you. And we're faced with a season right now where it's like, I think when things are out of control, that's when we really, really want to control everything. And God is standing on the back of our bicycles and he's holding our bikes up and he's got everything in control. And all he wants us to do is pedal forward. All he wants us to do is stabilize our bikes, but he is holding us up. He is holding us up because the truth of it is, is right now what we're facing, we can't really control anything. But I'm so thankful that we serve a God who holds us up. He makes us stand straight up. When we feel like we are frustrated with how things are going, he's not frustrated. He's not even challenged. He is so trustworthy. He is so aware. He is aware of what we're facing. We might be freaking out, kind of like Haven did with her bike, but he's not freaking out. He's holding the backs of our bikes and he's saying, I'm right here. I've got it. I'll stabilize you. You just need to release control. You know, sometimes the biggest steps of faith is releasing the smallest amounts of control. And that's actually what I talked to Haven about. (laughs) You can't control everything. You do need help. Okay. Those are my opening thoughts for today. Hit me back after the break and we will get into the word of God. Are you looking for a passionate speaker for your next conference, church function, or fundraiser? Autumn Miles is the right fit for you. As the founder of the Autumn Miles Ministries, a live event ministry, Autumn has not only spoken at events around the country, she has planned and directed them. Autumn is a survivor of domestic abuse, and she is passionate about educating the church on how to effectively assist victims. Her message of hope and healing has been shared on the big stage internationally. Autumn is devoted to spiritually challenging people to draw closer to God. She is a passionate advocate for the Word of God, women, domestic violence victims, and adoption. To find out how you can book Autumn for your next speaking engagement, go to autumnmiles.com. Once you're there, just search the top of the index for the Invite Autumn tab. Click on it and scroll down for more information. Once again, that's autumnmiles.com. And now back to the Autumn Miles Show. Here's your host, Autumn Miles. Hey, hey, guys, back from the break. Listen, so I want to talk to those of you today that may seem as if you're running out of something. You're just completely running out of patience. You're running out of 
forgiveness. You're running out of love for your brethren. You're running out of faith. You're running out of, you're just running out. You're running on E. You're running low. You know, I have this, my husband got me a new car and it's a diesel car. Now, I understand if the cap says diesel, you get diesel. But he told me multiple times, Autumn, most of the time, I guess a regular gasoline like nozzle will not fit into a diesel gas tank because they don't want you to put unleaded in your gas tank. The other day I'm driving down the road. I have like zero gas and I'm pulling in with my daughter to get gas. I see the sign says diesel. I pull in to get gas and I'm running low, like almost out. Like I told Grace, my 15 year old, I'm like, listen, if something happens, (laughs) we might have to walk, you know? So we pull up and I get the diesel nozzle. It is diesel. And of course my husband asked me, did you try the diesel nozzle? I'm like, yes, I did. Got the diesel nozzle, tried to put it in my gas tank and it wouldn't fit. Well, I was a little bit freaking out because the next gas station was five miles down the road. I even asked people for help at Fuel City. And the guy looked at me as a grown man. He's like, listen, lady, I don't know what to tell you. It's not fitting. But the whole time we go from one gas station to the next, I'm praying, God, I know I am close to running out of gas. And there are some areas in Dallas, you just don't want to get stranded, okay? So I'm like praying, God, you've got to make my gas last. And we made it, okay? But it brings me to what I I want to talk to you about today. You know, some of us are running on E. We're running out. Maybe some of us can be honest enough to say that we are out of faith. We are out of patience. We are out of understanding. We are out of peace. And I want to encourage you today because that is a scenario, you guys, that God wants to come in and do a miracle. And guess where we're going? The very first miracle that is recorded that Jesus did. This spoke to me in a totally different way the other day. And I want to encourage you guys with it today. John 2 says this, on the third day, there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there. And both Jesus And his disciples were invited to the wedding. Isn't that great? I wish I could have invited Jesus to my wedding. That would have been amazing. When the wine ran out, verse 3, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, woman, what does that have to do with us? My hour has not come. His mother said to the servants, whatever he says to you, do it. Now there were six stone water pots set there for the Jewish custom of purification containing 20 or 30 gallons each. Jesus said to them, 
fill the water pots with water. So they filled them up to the brim. And he said to them, draw some water out now and take it to the head waiter. So they took it to him. When the head waiter tasted the water, which had become wine, and did not know where it came from, but the servants who had drawn the water knew, the head waiter called the bridegroom and said to him, every man serves the good wine first. And when the people had drunk freely, then he serves the poorer wine, but you have kept the good wine until now. This beginning of his signs, Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. Beautiful story, amazing story. The start of what Jesus showed us he could do was him filling up something that had ran out. It wasn't just running low. The wine had ran out. And I feel like this is where we are today. I feel like this is probably one of the most practical messages I could speak to you about knowing what we're facing this Thanksgiving week. Some of you guys are so dry. You, you ever seen a cracker? You know, those crackers when you get sick or whatever, a saltine cracker, I guess they're called, and you can break it and it just breaks. There's absolutely no moisture in them whatsoever. That's what I feel. That's like a word picture for you of where I feel like some of you guys are at. And here's the thing, you're dry, like they had ran out of wine, and you're trying to fill yourself up with more news. Well, you know what? Maybe if I just check the cases of corona in my county today and they're down, I'll feel better about myself. Or if I just check like what's going on with the election or whatever is happening in politics, then maybe I'll feel better about myself. Oh, well, if I just, you know, check social media and and I have enough likes on my page, well, then maybe I'll feel better about myself. Well, maybe if I just partake in this addiction, then maybe I'll feel a little bit more filled up. But the point of what I want to tell you right now is we go to the wrong place to fill our pots. We go to things that actually make us run drier. They do nothing to replenish moisture in us. We go to things that deplete us all the more. And we wonder, why do I have less peace today than I did yesterday? Because we're not going to the source. What happened here in this story in John 2? Both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding along with Mary. The wine ran out. The mother of Jesus, where did she go? Where did Mary go? She didn't go to the store to purchase wine. She went directly to the miracle worker. She went to Jesus and said to him, they have no wine. This might be simple. You might be rolling your eyes because this is so elementary. But why do we think that if there's lower corona cases, and listen, I know that corona is a real thing. I've got people very close to me that have it. I totally understand. But we're going to check out the county cases or, or the city cases or whatever we are, and we're feeling a little bit better about ourselves. And then when we feel like they go up, we lose our peace and we gain anxiety. 
We have forsaken almost going directly to the source that can fill us up with peace that passes all understanding. Mary knew this. I can go to the store to buy wine, but that might run out too. We need a miracle. Everything is completely dry. It is out. People want wine right now. Apparently those weddings, you know, they love to drink. We need something right now. I need a right now act of God in this wedding. So where did she go? She went no other place than the source. You guys, we have got to get back to going to no other place but the source that can replenish us. She went straight to Jesus. Why? Because she knew that he would breed results. The kind of results that were needed. Jesus said to her in verse four, woman, what does this have to do with us? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, listen what she said, whatever he says to you, do it. Mary had the inside scoop. You know, we're about to talk about Mary a lot in December. She had the inside scoop. She knew that he knew the way to replenish something that was completely dry. So I imagine her walking over to the servants and like kind of whispering in their ear, guys, guys, come here, gather around, come here. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you a secret. I've just talked to my son, Jesus. Whatever he says, whatever he says, as crazy as it might sound, Whatever he says, whatever he tells you, you do exactly that. You do exactly that thing. Don't do anything else. Don't add to it. Just do exactly what he says. Can you not just almost be a fly in the room at that wedding? She's taking over. You know, of course, you don't want the the bride or the groom to know that they've completely run out of wine. You know, at a wedding, you want to shield the bride and the groom from anything that could potentially embarrass them. So she's like, you know, hoarding them over in a corner. Whatever he says, do it. This ministered to me in a deep way because it's so interesting how we have via the word of God, what God says and how we should approach things. And yet it's so interesting that when we get in situations where something is totally dry in us, like peace and patience and love and faith, we don't do exactly what God says. What does he say? You know, how many times in the Bible? He says it hundreds of times in the Bible. Fear not. Fear not. And yet we do. Cast all your cares upon him because he cares for you. Pray without ceasing. Pray in the spirit. If anyone has a need, let him ask. Come boldly before the throne of grace. Faith the size of a mustard seed can move a mountain. We have clear directives from the Lord on how to replenish our peace, our faith, our hope, our understanding, our love on how to stabilize our minds. And yet we go to social, we go to the news, we go to our county health websites to see how the cases of Corona are going. 
We want so desperately to be filled up with something that will never satisfy. And God says, I've told you how to replenish yourself. Mary knew, do exactly what he says. What are you running out of today? What is it? What are you out of? I got like a list of things that I'm feeling like I'm out of today. A list. As a matter of fact, I was up in the middle of the night last night and God's been making, waking me up in the middle of the night for months, for months, you guys, literal. I've never, never had a year like this in my life where God has woken me up so many times in the middle of the night to pray. That's just like my little time with the Lord where he fills me up and he encourages me. Clearly I have four kids, so it's a lot harder to find quiet time in the middle of the day. But what are you running out of? Take a nod and take advice from Mother Mary. Whatever he says to you, do it. Why was she so clear? She was so clear because she knew that he knew how to fix the deficit. He knew how to fix the deficit at that wedding. So what is it? What are you out of? You don't have to stay out of something because you house, if you are a believer, the living God. Jesus has made it possible for us to not run out. But there is a choice on your part that must be made. You must choose to do whatever he says. Verse six says this. Now there were six stone water pots set there for the Jewish custom of purification containing 20 or 30 gallons each. 20 or 30 gallons is a lot. (laughs) I mean, that's a lot. So there's six stone water pots and each of them hold 20 to 30 gallons each. It can hold a lot. And Jesus said to the servants, after the servants were instructed to do exactly what Jesus said, fill the water pots with water. So they filled them to the brim. Now, this is the first time that I actually saw that they filled them to the brim. I I guess sometimes I like glaze over these stories, but there was something about filling to the brim that ministered to me. Jesus doesn't want to just fill you halfway or a little way or to just give you enough power to face the next day or the next hour. He wants to fill you to the brim. It's very interesting to me, and this correlates very beautifully to the woman at the well, where Jesus went and sat with her and said, I am the living water. That's what he told her. If you come to me, you will never run dry. I feel like this was a beautiful way for God to show in the very first miracle that he did at this wedding, the entire wedding and his disciples and his mom, who he was. He was the well that never runs dry. He is living water. So he told the servants to fill these water pots with water to the very brim. They each held 20 to 30 gallons of water. That's a lot of wine. 
And then, of course, when the waiter got it, he realized it was really, really good wine. I wonder today if we are just snacking on God or if we're just drinking almost a little shot of the word of God when God wants to fill you completely to the brim of whatever it is that you are out of today. Peace, hope, love, faith, belief that God is good, forgiveness, whatever it is. He is the abundance to your deficit. He wants to fill you to the brim. And so we can actually encourage others with what he gives us. But you know what? I hear this all the time. How? Autumn, I hear what you're saying. How? How do I do it? Yes, I know I need peace. I know I'm out of peace. Well, let's go back to what Mary said. Whatever he says to you, do it. I'm going to give you very clear direction here. You, Everyone wants to know how. Whatever Jesus says in the scripture of what you need and how to get it, you need to do that. Sometimes it's as simple as making a decision to turn off the news. Sometimes it's as easy as making a decision to get up early to spend an hour with the Lord every morning because you know you are going to be running on deficit if you don't. Sometimes it's a decision to cut off that friendship because you know it is so incredibly toxic. Sometimes it's a decision for you to work on yourself, go to counseling, whatever it is that you need to do. Those things you can find practically a guide for them in the scripture. Whatever the Lord says to you to do, you need to do it. It's so much simpler than we think. Get in the word of God. Whatever you're out of, Find passages of scripture that would help you in that area. Find promises for you to stand on. Start retraining the way you think. Whatever he says to you, do it. And let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen, he doesn't just fill you halfway or a little bit. He will fill you up to the very brim, but you have to make a decision to find out whatever he says about your deficit to do that thing. Ah, that's such a good word. It was a good word for me. I love you guys. I hope this encouraged you. I will be back after the break with a question from one of our listeners. What do you do when you can relate more to Jezebel, Rahab, or Eve? rather than Esther or Mary. To her shock, author Autumn Miles discovered most of the heroes of the Bible were plagued with the same problem. They were ordinary people who sinned deeply, but God's love, mercy, and truth proved greater. In her book, I Am Rahab, Autumn provides a better understanding of God with a focus on the breadth of His reach to use and redeem all things for His purposes. You will find comfort in relating to Rahab the biblical harlot, and to Autumn's own raw story of surviving domestic abuse, and will be encouraged to know you are not alone in a life disrupted by bad choices, nor are you meant to stay there. You can move forward from your past and have an abundant future. To find out how you can get a copy of I Am Rahab, go to autumnmiles.com and click on the Books tab. That's autumnmiles.com. 
And now back to the Autumn Miles Show. Here's your host, Autumn Miles. Okay, guys, we are back from the break. I hope that encouraged you. Thank you guys so much. We do take questions from you guys like all day, every day, 24-7. If you want to get in contact with us, you can send an email to hello at autumnmiles.com or you can send a DM to my social media, Instagram, Facebook is where we check them the most. I would love to answer a question from you. We have a question today from one of our followers on social media. And this is what it is. And this is really funny. With the holidays this year and so many opinions. Oh my goodness. Yes. On all that everyone should, could, would do and the election. How can you get through a family gathering knowing full well you disagree with most of your family, but still love them? How do I avoid conflict and show love? This is a great question. (laughs) And I've had to do this a lot with different members of our family and friends and stuff like that. But one of the things I would say is, listen, we are not our politics. Now, are we very passionate about things in politics? Are we passionate about ideas? Are Are we passionate about mask or no mask? Are we passionate about those things? Absolutely. But there is this beautiful thing called the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. And one of of the best fruits of the spirit of God is self-control. Now, if you are a believer and you have the spirit of the living God living inside of you, you can have self-control. If there is someone that brings up something that's very divisive and you're thinking, no, I'm not doing this. I'd rather have a good time than spend the next four hours of my life arguing with this person. Utilize the fruits of the spirit. And if you feel as if it's like getting to you and it's driving you crazy, ask the spirit for help. You know, he is our our, our number one resource in this world. He will give you the strength to use the fruit of him. Okay. Use self-control. And I would also say some of these things that come up can really tank a holiday. If there's a conflict in your family or something like that, it would be great for you just to say, listen, I know we need to have this discussion. How about we get coffee, just the two of us and have a conversation about it rather than blowing up when emotions are high at the holidays and tanking it for everyone. The fruit of the spirit is given to us by the Lord and he enables us to utilize his power and strength. So use that this holiday season. Love you guys. I will see you back next week for a brand new episode of the Autumn Mile Show. Have a happy Thanksgiving, you guys. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Autumn Miles Show. To find out more, go to autumnmiles.com. There you can book Autumn for your next speaking engagement. Her inspiring message will be sure to engage and touch the heart of your audience at your next conference, church event, or business function. While you're online, you can find out how to order Autumn's latest book, Gangster Prayer. Our prayer is that this book will lead you to an intentional and passionate prayer life that is in sync with the heart of God. Go to autumnmiles.com to order your copy today. 
As we close, remember that you can follow Autumn on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Just search for Autumn Miles in your internet browser. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Be sure to join us next time for another edition of The Autumn Miles Show. Ha, 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 ha